You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, Vox and Hops heads? I'm Matt, the vocals of Trip Top Scene. You're listening to my podcast, Vox and Hops, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians to talk about their lives, music, and craft beer. I hope that you're all safe. I hope you're all staying home. If you're out there working, I hope that you are staying safe. Uh, I want to give a huge shout out and much love and respect to everyone that is out there working and braving the wild world that is COVID-19. Much respect, much love to all healthcare workers, uh, policemen, all the essential service workers, all of the people that we normally forget, such as uh, people that are stocking your grocery stores. Much love and respect. These are jobs that are often forgotten about. But in times like these, we must be appreciative and give them lots of respect. Everyone relax out there. Everybody's stressed. It's very important to stay calm, to just relax. Best way to do that is just to sit back and just take it easy. Crack open a craft beer, a local craft beer, because as every business is suffering, so is the local craft beer industry. Very important to support all of your local craft beer industries right now. If you are going to drink a beer while in quarantine, it better be a local craft beer Trust me, they need it. On today's episode, I'm with Philip Boucher from Beyond Creation and Incandescence. Here it is, Vox and Hops, episode number 122. I warn you, what you are about to hear is very disturbing indeed. Hey, what's up, everybody? Today I'm with Philippe Boucher from Beyond Creation, Incandescence, and Catalyst. Yeah, you got it. So stoked to finally be with you. We have been talking about doing a Vox and Hops interview yep. for, <laughs> for months and months. Yeah, I know. My fault. Sorry. No, no, no. It's, it's both sides. It's yeah. uh, Everything gets busy, and you go away, or I'm away. Yeah, and, exactly. <laughs> but we're both home today, and what we you hit me up just like, can we do it during the day? And I was like, mm-hmm. I know where I want to go. Yeah. <laughs> and we are at Brewski Brasserie Artisanal, or Pub Brewski, as I like to call it. Yep. They are celebrating their one-year anniversary tomorrow. By the time this comes out, that will be in the past. Uh-huh. But it doesn't matter. It's worth the mention. This tap room <laughs> is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, it's very cool. It is right on the downtown old port of Montreal. It is probably your best option to drink great craft beer in downtown Montreal. <laughs> I ordered... Something for us that I've been wanting to try. They've been pumping out some deliciously, very trendy, hazy IPAs. This is their Big Vic. It clocks in with an 8.8%. It's a double dry hop, double IPA with Idaho 7, Vic Secret, Azaka, and Citra Hops. Let's see what this sucker's got. Cheers, Cheers. business. Cheers, man. Oh. Oh, holy shit. That's good. Oh, very good. Yeah. Tastes like. It's like lemony. Yeah. Uh, citrus, uh, citrus heavy. Orange juice. <laughs> Orange <laughs> juice. Yeah. I don't, it's pretty I don't close, know. actually. Like, I will drink that, like, in the morning, you know? Breakfast. I don't think that our, <laughs> our families would appreciate it, yeah. but I, I would definitely join you. <laughs> Color-wise, it's a beautiful haze, exactly like an off orange juice, slightly lighter on the nose. It's it smells tangy, um, hoppy as fuck. Man, totally tasty. delicious. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Cheers again, because uh, it's worth another sip. Cheers, man. Take me back to your youth. You're growing up in your house. What music was playing when you didn't pick it? What music did your parents listen to? Um, I mean, my mom, well, my family has always been into music, you know, uh, not only instruments, but they listened a lot of vinyls when I was, um, when I was younger, Pink Floyd, Alice Cooper, 
Uh, that kind of music. I grew up with Pink Floyd a lot, especially with my father. So till this day, you know, today I'm listening to uh, Dark Side of the Moon always and Wish You Were Here. So it's great classics. I love it. It's a great influence for even if in my black metal and death metal band, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. I, I do agree with that because you guys don't have typical black metal or death metal band yeah. songs. You guys take a trip. <laughs> yeah. Which is something that I appreciate. Cool. I'm tired of just standard <laughs> four-minute death metal songs yeah, or yeah, black yeah. metal songs. It's not for me anymore. I yeah. can appreciate the artistry of writing a good song, but a song that takes me on the trip... I always appreciate much more. Yeah, me too. Well, um, I like kind of old school death metal or black metal, but I, I like you know bands that incorporate some, you know, some feels, some proggy, and even rock. You know, rock riffs or like something solid, something groovy. I like that. So yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> so from Pink Floyd, where did that go? When did you start discovering your own music? Uh, what would be that story? That? <laughs> How did you get into the evil metal? Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> the evil metal tyrant that you became. The best uh, <laughs> metal. Um, well, um, I was a bit hyperactive <laughs> when I was young. So school was like, uh, to my mom, give him some pills, give him some pills and like, I had to, you know, meet with a psychiatrist and everything because I was, you know, full of energy and I was, I don't know, I was, <laughs> you, were I was that, you, were, you were that, you know? were that kid. Yeah, yeah, I was that kid. So, but she said no, you know, and she, um, she took me to a music school, private music school, and uh, she bought me a drum, a little drum kit, you know, I was like seven years old. I still got the video of my first drum solo. It's it's unbelievable. It's so funny, man. But yeah, so she's the one who uh, took care of me, you know, and she saved my life with with this gift. That's so, amazing. I have I have goosebumps, like uh, honestly, because so many kids having I work with young children. Yeah, yeah. I see so many kids. Just I know they're gonna get thrown into the system. Mm. Get drugged, yeah. put on Ritalin or whatever they use yeah. nowadays yeah, to calm them sad. down, to zombie them out. Uh, yeah. And cheers to your mom for, oh, for having yes. the courage to go against the grain. Cheers to her. So, yeah, that's that's how it happened, you know. So I pick up, pick up drumsticks and I take some private lessons. And it, I don't know, it, uh, it kept me focused and... Everything went fine after that. <laughs> in, in, you, but you go back into class and you would just probably air drum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> or bang on your desk. Yeah, or. exactly. <laughs> why, the, why the drums, though? You, you walked into that music school. That's the instrument that you mm. gravitated towards? Because uh, I was drumming on everything, you know? Uh, what do you call that in English? Uh, casseroles? Uh, the pots and pans. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I was like uh, hitting... Everything you know, the desk, the the, the floors, the, the whatever I, <laughs> I could find. So, yeah, that's my mom was like, "Do you want to play drum?" And I was like, mm, "Yeah, why not?" <laughs> so, that's how how it happened. 
Take me to the first concert you ever saw. Oh. The first live rock ah. experience or whatever experience. Rock or metal. It doesn't matter. Okay, I remember seeing the Backstreet Boys. Holy that, shit. That was really? Sick. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? You know, no, I was not, not expecting that. <laughs> they were huge in Quebec back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Huge. Yeah, uh, but no. Um, I went to see Obscurus Romancia in. Uh, um, I don't remember the year. Sorry, but it was also with the uh, Golnatics. Uh, I don't. It's kind of blurry. I don't. I don't remember the rest of the lineup. But oh, it sh- was shout out, shout out to Pat, my fellow craft beer loving brother. <laughs> Everyone go buy their beers in Verdun yeah. at Malte Hops. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that was a great show, and it started like since then you know like blast beats and double bass drums because i was learning the basics with uh, my teacher so anything but not metal you know so one day i went to that concert and i was like holy shit what is that what is what is the drummer doing you know i, I don't so i went back at my home and i was like playing with one pedal, not even two Try, pedals. Trying to double. Yeah, and I yeah. was like, what, what, what is a blast beat exactly? So I was like trying to do something. And one day I just learned it on my own and watched some videos on YouTube. So I don't know. It just happened. <laughs> no, it was meant to be. <laughs> what about your first concert when you were on stage? Oh, do you remember? No, that's, no, I like, oh, okay. I like both questions. Yeah. Okay. Um, what about your first concert on stage? Uh... Metal concert? Or, okay. Uh, I was, I think I was nine years old. Wow. Uh, I, I played some rock songs at the Centre Culturel de, de, de Belleuil, I think it's called. And that, that was good. I, I played Wipeout. <laughs> of course you did. So that was my first like real concert, you know. How did you approach that? Were you nervous? I was totally. I don't know. I, I don't remember anything. <laughs> I was just, <laughs> just a too, out. too nervous to, to move. To I played well because I got the video. My mom took it. And I think it went pretty well for a <laughs> nine-year-old. <laughs> but How have you adapted that when you approach shows now? Do you still get nervous? Oh, that's a good question. It depends on like what is the show. You know, when we played Elfest in 2017, I was nervous. Such a sick fest, man! <laughs> huge, like the huge man, biggest crowd we never had. So I was like, "Woo!" I'm not that nervous <laughs> usually, but today is it's it's that day. <laughs> you yeah, know? I, I find so. myself in situations like that. I get out of breath way faster oh, yeah. for some reason. Oh yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know how you do it. Like. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's just the heart. The heart's just beating faster because yeah, yeah. you're just so hyped. Yeah. A shout out to Hellfest, man. One yes. of one of the premier metal fests in the world. Such sick lineups. Yeah. Are you a craft beer enthusiast? Yes. Let's yes. talk about beer a little bit. We're from Montreal. There's so many great beers. So many great breweries. Oh, yeah. yeah. Take me back to your first beer. First beer ever or first craft beer? Okay. Oh, man. It was, I think that... What was it called? Tornade? Tornade. Tornade. Yes. Oh, Me man, too. Which one? The berry or, or the, the oh. lemonade? Lemonade. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I all you Americans listening, it was the Canadian version of uh, Mike's Heart Lemonade. <laughs> oh, it, was, it was equally as horrible. A malty... D- 
syrupy disaster, sweet yeah. disaster that uh, got a lot of young people in- into drinking alcohol. Yeah. Well, I don't I don't remember the taste of it, but I'm pretty sure I would taste it now and I will all be like, ah, this is awful. <laughs> but yeah, after that, I don't know, I, I tried some products like Molson and, you know, and I don't know, I wasn't like a fan of beer at all at first. But when I grew up, I discovered like stout and IPAs and I developed my, my taste for it so what would be those early precursor craft beer the breweries um uh i think one of the first that uh maybe not blew my mind but changed everything was the coup de grisou yeah of course yeah yeah that one is good still yeah. good i still drink, uh, drink i think it. it's rj brassara uh, yeah I, don't I, I might be wrong yeah, yeah but i don't know but yeah that that may be the first one like that i that i drank yeah <laughs> if you can make a craft beer for Beyond Creation, <laughs> what style beer would it be? Do, do you have to pick up only one, or you can you two? can pick a bunch of them? Yeah, okay, so I got a bunch uh, of ideas for crypto. Okay. Too, so yeah. <laughs> cool, cool. Oh, I would I would choose a stout for sure. Not too sugary, not too strong, but just like the perfect, you know, dose of everything. Um, Which is basically Beyond Creation. <laughs> You're not too prog, you're not too death metal, you're not too tech. I guess. But you guys are just a perfect mix of oh, them all. Oh, thank yeah. you. I appreciate that. So, yeah, I think uh, I would I would choose that kind of beer and maybe an, an IPA, like that style, you know, like something fruity. Hazy, delicious. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, let me take a sip on it. Yes, I. <laughs> once again, I always finish my beers before my guests because I make them talk so much. <laughs> That's totally fine. <laughs> I'm good I've asked that. this question to Bryce Butler. Oh, yeah. Who's in 14 bands. Yeah, at that's the moment. crazy, man. Yeah. You are in three bands at the moment. Yeah, four, but the four exactly. is like... Why is it always the drummer that's in all the projects? I think that's not a question you have to ask drummers. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't. I think one band is not enough. I don't know what to, you know, because I play guitar as well. But I, I don't want to have like a bunch of bands like playing guitar. I don't care. Uh, drumming, I don't know. It's it's different than other instruments. I don't know how to describe it. You know, it's. It's, it's just something else. I don't know. I cannot point my finger at it, but it's it's not like guitar, you know. Guitar, you will have the melody, the the the, the ambience, but the drumming, like I don't know. It's like the center of everything. It's almost it's as if like the guitars are <clears throat> the flesh and the muscles. Yeah. But the drumming is the skeleton. Exactly. Of a yeah, human. Yeah. 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 So, so it's essential to be there, but it's not necessarily essential at, at the beginning. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of. <laughs> you are the man behind Kachelis. Uh in association uh, with one of the men behind it, because uh, uh, Phil Tuga uh, yes. from First Fragment yes, started course. it in like 2009, I think 2008. And you guys got a lot of positive praise. Yeah, for I this know. Project. That's great. That's great. It's kind. I don't know. It's underground. It's old school. So people like are into into that. So um, he started the project, and then he. Well, I was in first fragment during that time, 
And he said that's to how it works here in Montreal. Oh, yeah, like, man. <laughs> everybody knows everybody. Everybody knows everybody. <laughs> We're all on a project with someone, and that's how we all grow together. Yeah, and everybody drinks beer. <laughs> that's sick. <laughs> and yeah, so he just asked me, oh, do you want to do, do like a more old school, like a Cthulhu team, the death metal band? So I was like, yeah, why not? So just that started. And, and, and you wrote a lot of the guitar on that as well. No, nothing. No, only just drums. drums. Yeah, okay. yeah. I only write drums. That's enough. <laughs> That's enough. Because you mentioned you play guitar, but you, is that mostly for incandescence? Yeah, only okay. for incandescence. Because I'm, I'm not a guitarist. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I, I create my own stuff, but I. I don't know. I, I let Phil do his things. And they, they are on another <laughs> planet, these people. Yeah, they yeah, know exactly. Phil and, yeah. yeah, so after that, a couple of years later, I uh, met Claude, who was in uh, Sutra. Yes, so yes. another, another yeah. crazy band yeah, from man. Montreal. That Very talented. They, they had crazy press when that album came out. Yeah, yeah. So Claude is like one of my best friends. So... Uh, he just entered the band, he joined the band, and then after we got uh, Antoine as bassist, so now we're a complete band. It, it started like a uh, side project, like two-man band, but now it's like a real band. So At great. what point is this going to go on the road? It's kind of difficult because um, I'm busy with Beyond Creation, so sometimes you know they got gigs that I cannot do, and that cannot be part so they have another drummer to fill in uh, Guillaume uh, ex-drummer of Beyond Creation so that's quite oh, funny awesome. it's funny how switched. the world just <laughs> yeah. dances around that's what I'm saying it's Montreal yeah man that's sick <laughs> why do you think there are so many talented musicians and so many prolific bands from multiple styles and genres yeah. that have come from Montreal. Why? Uh, why? I don't have I can't think of that. any other cities where... Yeah, about... You know, there's I mean, Florida back in the day. Yeah, Europe is, is fine with, you know, black metal and, I don't know, maybe Sweden with a good death metal band, old school death metal band. The melodic death metal, of yeah, course. Yeah, so... I don't know, in Montreal, maybe the beer, winter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Putin, I don't know. Uh, you know, because we got Beyond Creation, there's Voivod, that, <laughs> the precursor of it all. Gorguts, mm -hmm. Cataclysm, yeah. Cryptopsy caught yeah. up. Um, Despised Icon. Despised Icon. Massacre. Uh, uh, I Am Dissonance. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, you guys, band. Beyond Creation, uh, The Agonist. Yeah. But it's all unique, different styles. Yeah. As opposed to, mm -hmm. you know, like Sweden had their melodic death metal. Yeah. <laughs> Florida had their original death yeah. metal. Yeah, every scene is different, you know, but I don't know. I, this question is something I cannot answer. I don't know. Uh, while we are touring, a lot of people ask me that or ask us that. I, I so get that I'm question like, too all the time. I'm I don't, like, know, the I don't know, man. So I'm always joking, like putting beer or snow. So like, ha ha. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, I, I tie it into a few things, and it's mm -hmm. the VCI shows at the medley. Yeah. yeah. We all grew up there. Oh, yeah. We I all met each other there. Yeah. Yeah. So a That's huge shout out to Steph yeah. and uh, Rob the Witch for, mm -hmm. for for driving BCI for so many years. Yeah, man. I went to so many shows. 
Oh man, <laughs> so many shows. That's that's like uh, it's like going to university. Yeah. <laughs> Much and let's uh, take a moment to name uh, Cité 2000 as well. That's also my second so, answer. Yeah. yeah, like every musician or bands that goes there, you know, they they meet each other and they make connections, and I think it's that's how that that that's how it helped, you know. For everyone listening at home, uh, Cité 2000 is a jam rehearsal spot. Here in Montreal, where Kryptovsky still jams, I don't know if you jam. Oh there. yeah, no, no, I no, I, I jam like in Saint Julien. Okay, so <laughs> that's where we still jam, and many Montreal metal-based bands jam. Yeah, it is an excellent place that is just uh, ingrained in the culture of the metal yeah. history of Montreal. Mm -hmm. The best. <laughs> we were talking about this before about uh, how good modern drummers have become. Before we started recording. Where did this come from? Why is everybody just so fucking good nowadays? Uh, you ask me that? <laughs> well, you're, you're, you're a very, very good drummer. Oh, thank you, but I'm... You, you mentioned that you, you learned how to blast by watching videos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, I don't know, the classic, you know, Inferno from Behemoth, uh, George Colias from Nile. Obviously, Flo Mounier, I'm a big fan of Flo. Uh, big fan of Cryptopsy, so... I watch a lot of videos. Uh, oh yeah, Body Rich as well. Like uh, the jazz drummer. Of course. Very good. Very one good. of the originals. Yeah, man. Very important. And uh, uh, Mike Portnoy as well. I like it. I like I like his style. Danny Carey from uh, Tool as well. Uh, man, to name a few more. I don't know. Uh, ah. John from System of a Down. I really? love his drumming, yeah. man. I love System of a Down. It's like one of my I, favorite I, I, ever. It, I have a guilty pleasure for <laughs> yeah. System of a Down. Absolutely. <laughs> but yes. I, I don't know. It's it's not like extreme. Like his drumming is not that extreme. But I don't know. He got something. He, he it's just right right in the pocket. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I don't know. And but why are kids so good now? Oh, that's crazy, man. Everybody's like learning some insane techniques that I don't that I don't use that I don't know how to use I think it's is it because of the secrecy back in the day you yeah. used to have to go the tape trading yeah you'd find this band uh -huh. you would hear it you'd be like yeah. how the fuck is this kid going so fast yeah nowadays exactly. you see a new band you just yeah it's Google like on it, YouTube you can and there's watch a drum playthrough where you can see he's doing the swivel technique yeah, on his yeah, feet yeah. Yeah, that's how he's see. going to 90, 320 oh, yeah, BPM. That's ridiculous, you know? man. I cannot do that. I cannot do that. You don't use the swivel? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Okay. Yeah, on my right foot. It depends. It depends on how fast it is. You know? take, take me to what do you hate about your playing that you wish was better? Oh, a lot of things. <laughs> do you have to, to say only one? Or well, we could just dance okay. through what bothers okay. you <laughs> on a daily basis about well, your play. Well, I, I would like to improve my left hand. Kay. So I think that's, that's, that's a problem with a lot of drummers. Well, not a problem, but an issue. You know, personal issue with, you know. Uh, so my right hand is, I mean, for me is... Okay, you know, it's your, do your dominant hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I want my left hand to be like more precise. I don't know, maybe my left foot as well. So I'm trying every day to you know improve, like only the the left side. You know. So what do you do? What what take take me through like a warm up or an exercise that you're doing? Okay, uh, I got an electronic drum kit back at home. So you know, it's not like a real drum kit, uh, but. I'm practicing my uh, paradiddles, like always, you know, uh, I'm training a lot, 
you know, uh, uh, cardio and uh, muscles and etc. <laughs> so it ke keeps me like in like in a good shape to uh, to be at your peak performance all the yes. time. Yes, to be in good shape and to you know work endurance. I, I think. Yeah, I think the correct word and the, one of the best thing to um, to improve is endurance. Like, I, I would say that to every drummer in the world or like every musician, you know, endurance. It's not it's not that about speed and you know oh, I can go to three uh, hundred or blah blah blah. It's, But for how long? Yeah, how long? And you know, you have to hit hard. That's that's a lot of things. That I say to people, it's like, man, you don't hit. You know, you, you have to hit hard. You're a drummer, man. <laughs> you know? It's That's something that was forgotten. It's almost yeah. as if, like, all these metal drummers mm -hmm. just focused on speed yeah. and were practicing in their parents' basement and couldn't make too much noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whereas a Absolutely. rock drummer is going to go slower, he's going to beat the fuck out of his kid. Well, my mom was uh, understandable, so I could hit my drum, like, Hard. And that's why you're, yeah. <laughs> and everyone that you mentioned, all your your influences there, yeah, A absolute hard hitters, hard hitters, you know, but controlled hard hitters. Yeah, yeah, precise. You know, that's important to be precise to hit. Like when when it's good to hit, you know, not too many hits for nothing, not just to like a bunch of hits, bunch of symbols for nothing. You know, it had to be logical. It had to be. It has to be tasteful too. Yeah, musical. Yeah. You know, like it's music. It's not. A drum solo, like so. which a lot of people don't understand. Yeah, yeah. You know, it can add some grooves and add some crazy shit, but you know, when the guitar is doing some crazy shit, just calm down. Drummers, calm down. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> just. You guys have toured with so many huge bands already. Oh man! But what I'm would lucky. be that one band that you haven't toured with yet that you would love to share the stage with or to plan a tour with? Okay, I'm a little bit of a fanboy here, so Cryptopsy, maybe. <laughs> We've spoken yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, We've spoken about it. Yeah, yeah. Same for us, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, it will happen. Oh, yeah. It needs to be a very varied package, though. <laughs> it can't just be a tech death thing. No, 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 no. It needs to be like a balanced thing. We need like two mold opening. <laughs> if they'll allow us yeah. to put them in that slot, because we need some, some crunchy old death metal to oh, balance yeah, yeah. it all out. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm a huge fan of black metal. I mean, it's like one of my main genre that I really enjoy listening to. So I, I don't think I will ever tour with like Behemoth with Beyond Creation. I don't think that's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna fit. So that might be like something like crazy that, that I would want, you know? Behemoth. That I, would be I'm amazing. Super in awe of what they have accomplished. Oh, man. Being such an extreme mm. vulgar band. Oh man! <laughs> but yet they're so big. Yeah, yeah. He, he does. Nurgle does everything to push everyone's buttons, and they've gotten huge. It's crazy. It's it's never been whatever they're doing. Um, cheers to them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. Me too, man. Let's touch on incandescence. Okay. Uh, your vocalist. I have to talk about this. He Go ahead. is that. <laughs> black metal singer from the singing competition that has went all across all the metal socials. Yes, so Louis Paul Govro yeah. is an amazing extreme <laughs> vocalist yeah. that was on a singing competition called La Voix, which is the Quebec version of The, the Voice. Voice. Yeah. 
<laughs> so so how did this all come together? Was he already in a band with you when this happened or did you guys meet up afterwards? It's a funny story because uh, we known each other for like, I don't know, t 10 years or maybe 15 years. So it's a good friend of mine, you know. It was like, you know, discovering some beers together and like having some some parties and shit. <laughs> so a couple of years later, I started Incandescence and I had a singer, another one. So he said to me one day, if you need me, I will... I would be there, like, 100%. And I was like, okay. And I always knew he was, like, very good at singing. He sang uh, in a band called The Unconscious Mind. Well, he still sings, but, like, it's on and off. Um, so one day, uh, my original vocalist just quit the band. So Louis Paul called me, and he's like, you know what to do? We know what to do. And I'm like, yeah. So, get over here. So... One day, he asks me, he, he calls me, and he says, Hey, don't tell anyone, but I'm going to sing at The Voice. So I'm like, what? How? Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> so he's and like, he's only a screamer. You knew, yeah. that you knew he was going to scream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So I was like, man, what, what, what are you planning with that? Like, you know, <laughs> what? So... He said, I want to do a song, like, Incandescence. So I was like, man, go yes, ahead. Yes, please. Yeah. yeah. Yes, please. So he did it. And I don't know how he got there. It's like, I think he did it for a joke, like, just to... Shock and awe. Yeah, exactly. But it worked. Like, Isabelle Boulay, one of the judges, was like, wow, you got a very good voice. The, the one that I saw, that I think the rest of the world saw, was the Necrophages. Oh, man, that was... That was very cool. That was very cool. Yeah. How do you rate the drummer? <laughs> How man. did he do? I, 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 Louis Paul told me, I, I think it's true, but I'm like, man, it's, it's hard to believe. But he learned that song in a week. Really? Yeah, I'm like, and first time I heard it, I was like, is it a, like a program a drum? Or something. I was like, it's too perfect. <laughs> What the fuck? But he said, no, no, we had rehearsals for a week and we did that song man and they're not metal dudes whatsoever no. good for them cheers to that guy not cheers at to all. The rest yeah of them. yeah but they said it was the like the biggest challenge ever right, like in their career that's what we do every day boy. Uh, yeah that's it <laughs> oh no but that that was crazy man and did you guys line up like an album release You should have, like, made it more marketing-wise. Yeah, I know. You know, like, and have, like, when he's on TV, then everyone's yeah, Googling him because people were. Yeah. But it's hard to organize yeah, stuff but like I, that. A lot of streams, like, was... Uh, a lot of people were streaming our albums after that, you know, Good. or during his, you know, auditions and Or everything. while he was on... During yeah. the process on the yeah, television but, show. Yeah, uh, but I released... Uh, we released the third album after that. And that, that's a project that you play live with. Uh, when, when are we going to see that? exploding and going through the stratosphere like beyond creation i would love that but i'm quite busy with beyond and i don't want to interfere you know with the with the, the tour dates and everything and i i wish i, I want to go, to do tours with incandescence of course but the rest of the guys you know louis paul i think he's got he's gonna be there always even if we got tour dates like uh, outside of here i got some live members you know who only play live with me so they're fine with that i i uh, 
share the tabs with them, guitar tabs, so they learn all the songs, and then after we do some shows. But we only did local shows, which was very cool, but I would like to, you know, take it on the other level. Would be good, but I of mean, course, I'm patient, and I mean, <laughs> I have two anecdotes that I want to share. Go with everyone listening. Okay, number one, one of my earliest memory. I'm sure I've met you before this. I'm crazy, and I, and I forget sometimes. We played at Pitsy Campus, Cryptopsy. Oh yeah. It was a crazy sold-out, excellent show. Man, one of the best. But who was standing right in front of me, screaming my face the, in my face the whole time? You. Me? Yes. <laughs> I was screaming? Yeah. Maybe too many drinks yeah. I had. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and we finished the show, and Ollie was like, man, Phil was like right. <laughs> it was cool. It was cool. Man, I was into yeah. it. I was like... Yeah. Um, Like doing all flows, uh, blasts and shit. I was, oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Man, that was one of the greatest shows ever, man. Seriously, ever. Instantly loved you, of course. <laughs> Second anecdote: Cryptopsy's flying out to meet aborted for Hell Over Europe number two. Okay, yeah. We shared a flight because oh, Beyond Creation yeah. was flying into Zurich. When was that? Last This year? This was last November. Yeah, we were at Liners with the... Uh, it was with Gorod and Brad by Pain. That is correct, yeah. yeah and Entios, yeah. Yes, Good so man. we're sharing an airplane. Oh. Cryptopsy was quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Beyond Creation was not. Man, we could you share that story, please? Ah, oh, man, <laughs> we went crazy, man. Especially Kevin. Sorry, Kevin, I love you, my uh, guitarist. Ah, uh, oh, we drank so many beers. Like, I remember, I remember a, a fellow passenger not enjoying you guys. Ah, oh, man, cause I don't know how you call that in English, but on appelle ça. Uh, You shotgun a beer. It's actually yeah, shot, perf perfectly shotgun a beer. translatable. Okay. So Kevin did that in the, in the plane, oh, and shit. it just like exploded <laughs> <laughs> on him and on the other passengers, like right in like uh, besides him. So it was oh man, it was so so funny, but but not quite funny at the same time. It's but, funny in the moment, but not for everyone around. Ah oh, man. So I remember, <laughs> I remember wishing I was a few aisles back with you guys. I didn't know you. I didn't know you. You watched everything, and you. you oh, like, we are. My mama. <laughs> <laughs> I were like kids, <laughs> <laughs> fucking kids. Maybe Migration. some of the members of Cryptopsy thought that. I'll let you decide who. Holly. <laughs> 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 I'm kidding. <laughs> oh man, it's happened to all of us. Yeah, okay. It's, it's, that's, so that's we've all had know. those plane rides. Oh, man, but that was funny. We're, I don't know, we're not party animals that much, but that day, I don't know, we were like... The stars aligned. Ah, yeah. We were flying, in a way, with um, uh, Broad by Pain, uh, Kevin and Hugo's other project. So we were a whole bunch of Quebecers. <laughs> And we somehow <laughs> ended up on the same flight. Oh, yeah. that was fun. That was fun. We first time you know, I went to Japan, I got drunk and hung over on the same plane. Man, yeah, yeah I can't. I know the feeling. Yeah. <laughs> I did the same, but <laughs> when we went back from Japan, you know, we did not sleep and we drank so much. So I had, I had a hungover, and then 
<laughs> go back again. And keep drinking. going. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. Ah, man. It's the Montreal power. Yeah, yeah, but not anymore. Phil, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming. Talking Thanks to, to me, you, man. Drinking some beers with me. Cheers. Cheers, bro. Cheers, everybody. Hey, thank you all so, so much for listening to this right to the end. You know that I love and appreciate that. I had such a great day hanging out with Phil at Pub Brewski. It is one of the best tap houses in Montreal right now. So excited about what they are doing, the styles of beers that they are pouring out. So much love for Pub Brewski. Much love. I had a great time with Phil. Just honestly, one of the nicest dudes in metal from here in Montreal. This was all before COVID-19. It seems like a long time ago, even though it was just a month ago. I wish that I could just rewind and be there again, just as much as I wish that I could fast forward until this is all over. But it is important to live in the moment. We will all come out of this stronger and smarter. It's very important for us to to keep uh, a positive outlook at this moment. If you are feeling a bit stir-crazy from your quarantine, your social isolation, reach out to a friend. You can use uh, platforms such as Zoom. You can use uh, FaceTime. There's a bunch of options out there. Or you can just simply call someone. We're all going through this together, so let's all support each other and stay strong together. I hope you guys have a good rest of the week. Remember to enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. Cheers, Vox and Hopsheads. It is now 2024, and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts, or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? <laughs> so do we. Why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts? Thank you. <laughs>